Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. We're in Psalm chapter 9. I decided, and I said I was going to sleep. But after taking a shower, I have a little bit of a, a second wind of energy. Sometimes it takes me just a little bit of time to wind down. So what better way to wind down than reading God's word and talking through it? So here we go. Wisdom versus foolishness. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out her seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her female servants. She calls out from the highest points of the city. Whoever is inexperienced, enter here. To the one who lacks sense, she says, come eat my bread and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave an experience behind and you will live, he will live. Pursue the way of understanding. The one who corrects a mocker will bring abuse on himself. The one who rebukes the wicked will get hurt. Don't rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke the wise and he will love you. This this is a good scripture for uh, what people would refer to as, there's a word for it, something rebuke. Darn it. Open rebuke. Just a way to rebuke. Way to correct behavior. I would say bad behavior in church. So if you notice something in a brother or sister that they're doing and you just bring it to their attention yeah and it's good to be led by the holy spirit before you do it and you know pray about it maybe talk to some other people and a wise brother will actually listen but a fool or somebody who's a mocker or just somebody that just has a bent will or in a spirit of rebellion won't listen so and this is a tough one this is a tough one uh, yeah, I'm not going to go that deep into that right now tonight because it's a topic for actually that's going to come up in the New Testament, I believe. So for now, we'll just leave it at that. Just be very careful about who you just go around, you know, rebuking or trying to correct about something that you see them doing. Because, yeah, when you try to take before you try to take the uh, plank out of your brother's eye, the word says to take the speck. I mean, after you, before you try to take the speck out of your brother's eye, speck of dust out of your brother's eye, first remove the plank out of your own eye. So whatever you might be trying to correct them about might be something that you also need to work on, or you might have 10 other things that you need to work on or that God is pruning in your life. So anyway, let me keep going. Instruct the wise and he will be wiser still. Teach the righteous and he will learn more. The key to all this is wise people love instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be many and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for your own benefit. If you mock, you alone will bear the consequences. Folly is a rowdy woman. Interesting, I use woman there. She is gullible and knows nothing. 
Mm. She sits by the doorway of her ho- doorway of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling to those who pass by who go straight ahead on their paths. Whoever's inexperienced, enter here. To the one who lacks sense, she says, stolen water is sweet. To the one who lacks sense, she says, stolen water is sweet. And bread eaten secretly is tasty. But he doesn't know that the departed spirits are there. That her guests are in the depths of Sheol. Mm. Since Proverbs is an essential manual that helps parents teach their children wisdom, it's not surprising that this first proverb speaks to how the presence or absence of wisdom in a child's heart affects his relationship to his parents. From the beginning, teach your children a divine perspective of life so they're equipped to make decisions that glorify God. In God's economy, blessings come on those who seek to live in conformity to God's character. I'm reading ahead, my bad, y'all. I'm reading notes for Tony Evans' notes for uh, chapter 10. All right, this is my bad. All right, wisdom has prepared a mind blowing banquet of blessing for those who will accept her invitation and rejecting her offer is like rejecting the only source of food. We desperately need God's wisdom, so we need to RSVP immediately and partake of the feast off the feast offered. The difference between a mocker and the wise lies in an individual's willingness to be corrected. Wisdom, the ability to understand the divine perspective and apply it to life, comes from God. If you're going to become wise, you have to get to know God through his word and take him seriously. If you accept wisdom's banquet invitation, she'll keep you from dying an, un- un- an untimely death through foolishness. There's another party going on, distracting people from the pursuit of wisdom. The devil has a banquet prepared too, hosted by folly. Her meal may be sweet and tasty, but it'll kill you. It's plain and simple. It will kill you. Thank you all so much for re- listening to this, Lord. Thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord, for... God, help us to be wise and make wise choices and decisions. Lord, lead us, guide us, order our steps, fill us with your spirit, your power, your love. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you're going to continue to do. I pray for tomorrow with this whole sin event, God, that we'll just be filled with your joy and uh, be blessed. Everyone in our church will just be blessed by the time we will spend amongst other Christians. And uh, God, I just give you all my fear, all of my worry, all of my anxiety. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Have a great night. I'm going to sleep. Holla. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God. Or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. 
Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Lord Jesus.